friends, Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast. Today, I am joined by another person that will be joining us at the TechCon Unplugged Conference that is coming up in September, the 16th through 18th in Chicago. The event put on by our good friends, Paco and Rick over at MSP Unplugged. And today I have Vince Chrysler with Dark Cubed. Vince, how are you? I'm great. How are you today? I am doing good, except for the fact that we uh, seem to be in a very similar situation. I'm not in my office. You're not in your <laughs> office. <laughs> so we are both recording this quote on the road. Exactly. It's August. You know, this is the one time a year you have the chance to try to fit some stuff in. So, well, that's true. I'm, I'm at a client location. We're doing a installation of new AT&T fiber. So they were just here doing that. You're nice. on the road from where to where? Well, uh, I'm based out of D.C. and I was just up in Chicago, which where we're going to be in September uh, for ChannelCon with CompTIA, which was a blast. And then stopped in Ohio on the way back to visit family. Uh, and then we'll be headed back to D.C. pretty soon. Nice. Nice. Now, normally I use this time just to simply talk about the conference, but there's one thing I got to get out when uh, I was doing a little quick research. And I mentioned to you before we started recording that you and I have a little bit in common in the sense that I know somebody who is from the same city that you're from, which nobody ever thinks they've heard of Logan, Ohio. <laughs> it's correct. A small little town in southeastern Ohio in the Appalachian Mountains there. Yep. Just uh, how far outside of Columbus is it? It's about 45 minutes southeast. I always say, like, as you drive southeast from Columbus, it's really flat and boring farmlands until you hit Hawking County, which is where the glaciers stopped. And so you get a bunch of uh, hills and rock formations. It's a pretty cool part of Ohio. Interesting. So my wife is from northeast Ohio, uh, which technically means an hour south of Cleveland, uh, yep. also from a small town. And when she heard of Logan, Ohio, she's like, never heard of it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Ohio is a big state. So and uh, you mentioned sure. that uh, it's a town of about 7000 and our radio station just sent up two of their uh, video disc jockeys up there for a did they actually call it a Bigfoot con conference? The Bigfoot Festival. Festival. And I think it's the first one that's ever been. Uh, don't hold me to it, but I think it's the first one that's ever been held right on the main street of our town. And it was packed with people. Uh, people had a great time. I've never seen like crowds of smiling, happy people. Lots of good Bigfoot gear. You could get a cast of a Bigfoot foot. Um, all sorts of really cool stuff. Oh, wow. Sounds like you attended, did you? I did, of course. <laughs> when, you have, when you have the Bigfoot Festival in your backyard, you've got to go to it. Wow. Very interesting. All right. So that could be a whole nother podcast, but <laughs> we'll talk about that today. Uh, let's talk about the fact that you are going to be attending uh, TechCon Unplugged uh, as one of the uh, sponsors slash speakers there. And, you know, you guys are, you know, in the industry as a partner for a lot of us managed service providers. So why don't we first just give, just give people a little bit of an idea of what Dark Cubed is and what you guys do. Yeah, so my background, I, I was a communications officer, officer in the Air Force, spent time at the Pentagon, was the chief information security officer at the White House for a while, spent five and a half years at the Department of Homeland Security doing some of the national cybersecurity work there, 
And I kind of came out of all those experiences really frustrated about the cost and complexity of cybersecurity. And I kind of felt it was being aimed at the top 1%, those groups that have budget and people. And, you know, it was really my passion to, you know, how do you solve this for everybody else? So we really built from the ground up a system that said, how do you, if you were designed from scratch, a security, a cybersecurity solution for SMB, what would it look like? And it would be a little bit of log aggregation, a little bit of threat intelligence. There's automation built in a little bit of the functionality of a SIM, some of the auto, some of the automation orchestration stuff that you kind of see in SOAR. And so today we're, we're selling into the channel, exclusively into the channel, is a SaaS platform. It can be set up in five to 10 minutes, no hardware or software required. Uh, most firewalls can integrate with us where they send us syslog or NetFlow. So they're sending us a summary of the metadata of what's coming in and out of that network. We're identifying suspicious connections and bad connections and then giving the MSP the ability to automatically block or alert or take other actions as they see fit uh, based on that traffic. So in five to 10 minutes, you're able to put in a security solution that's affordable and effective for small and medium businesses and generate better revenue and support your customers. All right. So we are going to have a link to your website. And of course, we'll uh, be talking about you up to the conference. So uh, anybody that wants to know more about DarkCube can can go there and find out. Let me ask uh, something a little off the beaten path. You know, cyber insurance has been a huge topic recently, mainly because clients um, are now starting to get the push from mainstream corporate to start uh, doing security and proving that they're doing security, mainly when it comes to getting cyber insurance. So uh, have you had uh, managed service providers ask you to assist in that? Or have you guys, you know, noticed a big shift in that? And, and you know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, cyber security insurance is becoming one of the biggest topics today. Um, one of the challenges with managed service providers is, you know, doing business as usual, which is, you know, I'm going to manage the IT systems and kind of put my blinders on when it comes to some of the security stuff. No longer works to be able to get cyber insurance for your customers or for your MSP. And so when it starts to affect your revenue and your customers, you start to pay attention. Um, we certainly see a lot of examples in our customer base where folks are trying to solve some of the requirements around, you know, monitoring and alerting and threat intelligence integration. And, you know, we certainly help solve those. I think more strategically, you know, we're trying to think of behind the scenes, you know, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the work around cybersecurity insurance has been based on questionnaires, which are kind of static questionnaires that people can kind of flub. There's been work to try to automate the use of those questionnaires, but it creates friction in the sales process. And those cyber insurance brokers, the traditional brokers, there are some really innovative brokers coming out in cyber insurance now. But those traditional brokers don't understand security. And so they're like, eh, too complicated. I'm going to go to a product that's easier to sell. And so for us, we're trying to think about if we're already monitoring and protecting networks in real time, can we use that as something like the dongle that you plug into your car to get better car insurance rates? And so strategically, this is something we're thinking about as a company. A lot of other security companies are had a lot of great discussions on cyber insurance with my peers. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be a big topic at, at this event and in future events. All right. We'll have to definitely uh, follow up on that because I've got to deal with a lot of that with insurance providers that are clients of my law firm <laughs> clients. So exactly. it is it is fun. Now, you had mentioned earlier that, you know, coming out of the military and dealing with some of the cybersecurity stuff inside the military, 
when you got out and were starting to deal with, you know, the rest of us, and you said there was a big disconnect, is it a disconnect in the fact that we are not keeping up with what's happening in the cyber world? I put a lot of the blame on um, the investment community in the cybersecurity space. Mm. You know, in the, the folks that are investing in cybersecurity technologies traditionally, and I, th- I see this evolving in the market, have been focused on companies that are selling to the, into the enterprise. Because if you have a business model where you're selling big ticket items to, to larger MSPs or, or larger enterprises, you can project big revenue faster. Problem is in that market, everybody's selling to the same people. And so it's really hard. And I think investors traditionally haven't really liked small and medium businesses because they're small ticket. It's harder to sell and there are all these other issues. Um, but I think what's finally happening now over the last 12 to 18 months is that community starting to wake up to this MSP channel and that these MSPs have quality relationships with their SMB customers. They're desperate for innovative solutions and that there's, there's an opportunity there. And, and personally, I think there's got to be an opportunity in the space outside of the you know handful of PE firms that are kind of driving all this consolidation um, that then causes kind of loss of creativity and innovation at the top. And so we've got to wake up as a community and say, how do we drive investment and innovation in this space uh, while, with, while getting past some of these traditional big investors that are market makers? All right. That's uh... Wow, that is going to be a task. I can tell you that. So <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it for us and uh, we don't have to do it for ourselves. Well, Vince, I know you're on the road and I'm at a client and we we said this will be just a few minutes. I want to thank you for your time uh, to spend with me and just uh, give a little intro to the upcoming conference. Uh, before you go, The Beard. Have you have you yes. been on other podcasts that have been solely beard focused, like Beard Banter, and uh, there, isn't there a Beard Beer Show? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be doing the OIT Voip folks have a have a show that I'm going to be doing in September where we're going to be talking about that sort of stuff. But it's a good point. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Matt Lee is sponsoring kind of this beard fundraising project that I'm a part of. Um, and the goal for us is to raise a hundred thousand uh, dollars by um, by Connect by IT Connect in November. And if we raise a hundred thousand dollars, and there's a whole group of charities we're supporting, then a whole group of us are going to shave our beards. So if you haven't heard about this, kind of uh, Google the Matt Lee Beard Challenge, donate a few bucks, and we'll all be have baby faces come November. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is slap Matt Lee's hand for not telling me when he and I spoke on uh, last Friday. Uh, but I would definitely <laughs> get that link and promote that and see if uh, we Perfect. can get you guys to get those beard shaped. Do you, any idea how close you are? Uh, we're uh, we're up to about $30,000, I think, is the latest number. And we haven't even started working on any of the corporate sponsorships or any of that sort of stuff. So we're just getting started and we're already you know, well over 25 percent there. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if not for the fact of just seeing beard shaved, um, it's for a good cause. So I will put a link in the show notes for that and see if we can't uh, get some people your way. Uh, Vince, thank you very much. Thanks, Marv. Look forward to seeing you in Chicago. All right, guys, we will see everybody in Chicago. 